At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome into Odds On. I am Mike Palm. He is Amal Shaw. And conference tournaments underway. Amal, are you in action right now? I am not. Uh, but I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to a lot of opportunities coming up later on today, especially with the Sun Belt playing in that very famous place in Pensacola. What, what, why would they choose Pensacola? What does no that idea. have to do with the Sun Belt? I have no idea. Well, I don't know. Maybe they got a good deal on the arena. Um, West Coast Conference here in Vegas yeah. starts out. That's a spread out tournament, right? You know, they wrap mm-hmm. around the weekend and play the finals into next week. Uh, Gonzaga and St. Mary's get double buys in that tournament. Am I cr- is that correct? correct? Yeah. Just like the just like Murray State and Belmont in yeah. the, the Ohio, and then um, uh, Arch Madness underway uh, as well today. That's one of the tournaments I like. I think that's my favorite of the early tournaments. I don't know because I'm from Iowa. You got you and I. You got Drake in there, but it always seems to be competitive. It's a one big league usually. Does Illinois Chicago have a chance to get in if they don't win the tournament? Or I'm sorry, Loyola Chicago have a chance to get in? No, I don't think so. So They've it's a one bit yeah, one bit lead here. All right. Um Sunbelt, as you mentioned, getting underway from Pensacola. From an odds perspective, one of the most wide open tournaments this year, Amal. We've talked about Texas State several times, and yeah. you've had plays on them. They're a lukewarm favorite here at plus two fifty. Do you like Texas State or are you looking somewhere else in the Sunbelt? You know, I think there's uh, plenty of options here. I think it's kind of wide open. I don't think there's any clear-cut team in this league who's going to be able to win this tournament where you sit there and go, oh, this is one where you just feel extremely confident. I think there's uh, plenty of opportunities for anyone to stand up. Uh, Can you get some consistency out of Coastal Carolina? It remains to be seen. I I think this is going to be a fun tournament to watch. Yeah, Coastal Carolina, more of a baseball school. I guess they have football now, too, as well. Uh, Missouri Valley, as I mentioned, Loyola Chicago, plus 110. Drake has the injury uh, to the to all defensive player. He's out. I think that hurts their chances. I'd look at you and I at plus five fifty here if I was betting this tournament. Northern they have, they've Iowa. been far mm-hmm. better than I mm-hmm. thought this year. They have not shot the ball consistently well at times, but they've done a good job. Drake is a pretty decent team. Missouri State's really good. I, I like this Bears team. Uh, I don't think Loyola should be the price they are. They have not played extremely well down the stretch. I think they're a vulnerable team here. West Coast Conference, Gonzaga, the prohibitive favorite, minus 375. St. Mary's, 5-1. to one. San Francisco, 14-1. to one. BYU has really sputtered down the stretch. They're 25-1. to one. Do you look any place else besides Gonzaga here as a stay away from you? Bet the individual games. What's the price on the Zags, you said? Uh, minus 375. I, I wouldn't touch that at that yeah. price. But remember, they got to win, what, two games? All right, they start in the That's semis. That's why I say about, yeah. about Murray State and lane 190. they got to win two games. And the... 
you know, they're going to be a double-digit favorite in the semifinal. Yeah. And then they're going to play Belmont most likely in the final. They beat them by a combined 50 points in two games. I mean, Zags are in, uh, I mean, it's prime position coming off that loss against St. Mary's. I mean, I expect to see a huge bounce back against that team if they meet up in the finals. If Gonzaga should stub their toe and not win the conference tournament, are they still a one seed? Probably just based on what everybody else does. I mean, you look at last night, Auburn had to go to overtime at the hump. Fortunate enough to be able to get that cover, but that was a game. Once again, Auburn, the inability to execute a play down the stretch in a tie game. Arkansas, I thought they'd bounce a little bit off LSU, trailed most of that game, ended up pulling it out at the bud. Are they sitting on a three-line right now, the Razorbacks? I think so, based on the way they've played, <laughs> what they've been able to do over the last 15 games. Did you think that was a correct foul call? No, I did not. Yeah, I didn't either. No. Um, I want to talk about Big 12, and then we'll get into this game tonight at the Fog. Kansas has played their way out of the top spot. I thought it was going to be impossible for them to lose the regular season title with the two-game lead. But right now, they're a half game back of Baylor. Baylor 13-4, and four, Kansas 12-4, and four, Texas Tech 12-5. and five. Kansas has two games. They're hosting TCU tonight and then hosting Texas. Baylor hosts Iowa State uh, on Saturday. Is there any chance Kansas loses either of these games at home? I don't think so. Um, Texas, obviously, a more vulnerable situation for them, but I believe they'll come through that, and I think we'll end up with uh, co-champs with Baylor for the Big 12 title. I don't think many people saw that coming. At least I didn't in terms of this team losing the conference. Uh, I see the odds... It says, uh, this this has got to be wrong in terms of odds to win the conference. Yeah, but what do you do with a tie? Well, there's no tiebreaker that's home and home. They're one and one against each other. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, how does it pay out? That's, that's interesting. They're going to split it like a, a place pool in horse racing. I have no idea. Britain, no, Britain has our producer. will get some clarification on that, or we'll text Jacob and get an answer. Now, uh, how about Joe Lenardi's seven-seeded Iowa State Cyclones scored six points in the final 15 and a half minutes at the Hilton Magic last night? Well, you don't want to go over the seed line you're expected to be at by scoring seven. So Bolster your argument that Oklahoma State's the best under 500 team in the country. I, I don't understand this affinity for Iowa State. I mean, by the way, you know what? I don't understand who gives a damn about these teams that are 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Let, let's talk about the teams that are going to be in the final four. Let's talk about Kansas. They got, <laughs> let's talk about teams that I said are going to be in the final four. Well... You know, Bill Self's made it three times in 19 mm. years. Arizona's playing tonight. Then it'd be a short segment. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jay Billis was on Follow the Money this morning with Mitch and Paul. Mm -hmm. They said, which team at the top would you be shocked if they won it? He said, Kansas. Kansas does not belong in that top eight. That's right. I've been saying you all along. I'm the one that said they're a fraud. I'm, all, I'm the one that told you that first. Excuse me. Excuse me. Let me go back to your <laughs> statement about Alabama. How did the Crimson Tide do last night? Roll Tide. No, no, no. They're Jimbo gonna, Fisher must have been coaching in that they're gonna game. They're going to get into West Regional in Seattle, and they're going to roll like they did earlier in the year. Give me a break. They suck. Um, Alabama could be an Elite Eight team. They could be out in the first round. Who knows? They're but, not an Elite Eight team. You don't think so? No. Not even close. Rank the SEC schools for me. I got. I got to pull up the standings real quick just no, to get. No, I, I don't no, want I, the standings. I want you to rank the I, teams. I need, I'll, I'll forget somebody. I'll, I'll oh, leave out yeah, of Tennessee. Just it's, give me a second it's a small here. Conference. It's a small conference. They got everybody. <laughs> okay. in. I'll, I'll uh, give you Kentucky's one. I tell you right now, I but would. But I take, don't put Auburn two. I would take LSU over Alabama right now. Uh, I forget about probably that. Who's six, number two? Probably, probably fifth or sixth. Who's two behind uh, Kentucky? Kentucky, uh, Auburn, or you still have Auburn? Auburn, Tennessee. Auburn better than Arkansas. Uh, Auburn better than Arkansas, yes. On a neutral, yes. I'd, I'd, Arkansas, four. I'd put, uh, I'll go LSU, five, and then uh, Alabama, six. I'll disagree with you on two. I'd put 
Arkansas ahead of Auburn. I agree with you, Tennessee's fourth. After that, I don't think anybody can make a deep run in the tournament, so I'm really not that interested. Back to the fog. Kansas loses in Texas on Saturday to Baylor. Had a big early lead, 11 in the first half. Baylor came back, won by 10 and covered. Stayed in Texas, played in Fort Worth uh, as a six-point road favorite two nights ago on Tuesday night. And lost the game by 10. Again, losing by 10. This time, 74 to 64 to TCU. Now TCU has to travel north to Lawrence, Kansas to play in the fog. Kansas laying 11.5 at home tonight with a total of 142.5 a mile. I think they're going to crush him. Mm. I, I think they're absolutely going to blow him out. I think this is a great bounce back spot for the Jayhawks. Number's a little bit high. It was 10.5, I think, on the overnight. Uh, and Got up to 12. Yeah, it's a I little buyback here at 12. Yeah, well, I mean, look, TCU does do a good job of defending. They played well against KU the other day in Fort Worth. But in a quick turnaround, 48 hours later, I think it's going to be a real challenge for the Horned Frogs. Jamie Dixon, your evaluation of him. He's done a tremendous job. I've always thought he was a really good coach. I liked him at Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, he took over for Ben Howell the program, didn't have a dip. Uh, I didn't think he would succeed at TCU. I was a little bit surprised when he took that job. But he has done a really nice job in an extremely competitive league. I mean, this is one of the smallest schools in Division One, so done a really impressive job. Uh, outside of Wisconsin and Purdue that played the other night, all the other top teams in the Big Ten are in action tonight. And maybe the most interesting game here, uh, 6 o'clock on FS1 from the Chrysler Center in Ann Arbor, 24th-ranked Iowa taking on Michigan. Now back on February um, 17th, Michigan beats Iowa in Iowa City as a five-point dog, 84-79. Since then, the Hawkeyes have won four straight by an average margin of victory of 18 points a mall. Michigan, I, I didn't give you kudos yesterday. I kind of glossed over it. Absolutely crushed Barty. You called it. You told me you love Michigan in that spot. They were up more than 20, end up winning by 17. I thought this was a hard number, to, a hard game to put a number on. Uh, two on the overnight, now up to two and a half. The Wolverines, a home favorite over the Hawkeyes. Total of 156 up a point on, from the, on the overnight as well. Well, you know, look, no surprise the Wolverines are favored at home, but I think this is going to be a tough game. You mentioned I was playing extremely well. I like the way they're going offensively. Uh, this is going to be a game where I don't think Michigan is going to shoot 50% like they did last time out. And if they could do that, they're going to win this game. If they struggle a little bit like they did from beyond the arc in that game, I think they could be in real trouble here. The Hawkeyes right now, quietly going into this Big Ten tournament, Mike, I don't think we're talking enough about them. I think they're a very dangerous team. You know, we look towards Purdue, Wisconsin, Illinois. But watch out for the Hawkeyes. Let's go to two teams that have really uh, stumbled here as of late. 4 o'clock Pacific time on ESPN from Columbus. Your school, Ohio State, hosting Michigan State. Michigan State gets a big home win at Breslin over Purdue over the weekend and then gets rocked by Michigan. Ohio State, they go to Maryland. They're four-point favorite. They lose by 15. And an inexplicable loss at home as a 15-point favorite over Nebraska on Sunday. Buckeyes laying six here with a total of 139 them all. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I expect to see a much better defensive effort out of Ohio State. They've struggled the last two games. You referenced it. Uh, Nebraska shoots, I think, 49%, 39 from beyond the arc. If you're Ohio State and you're going to get back on track, you got to have a better defensive effort. This number seems a little bit high to me. I think I would have to play Michigan State plus six. I can't play either team. I, I'm not touching yeah. the game, but I think you have to look yeah. at Sparty before you do the Buckeyes in this one. 
Yeah. Let me hit one more game here in the Big Ten, 4 o'clock Pacific on FS1 from Assembly Hall. Of course, they call it State Farm Center now in Champaign. Penn State at Illinois. Penn State uh, lost by 23 at home to Nebraska. It wasn't that close. And it wasn't that close. Let me tell you, the reduced salary Hoiberg is much better than the full salary. Uh, <laughs> Illinois has alternated wins and losses in their last seven. Their la- and their last game was a win at Michigan. 93-85 on Sunday as a pick. Illinois, big number here, Amal. 12 with a total of 132 and a half. Yeah, I think uh, when you look at it from a matchup standpoint against a number here, I think it's a tough one to call, but I lean towards the Illini because Penn State doesn't score the ball consistently. I'd lay 850 on the money line. They ain't losing here. I tend to agree they, with you, but they, they forced Wisconsin to win their last game in order to claim the uh, to claim the the Big Ten title. All right, got everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24/7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Get analysis from our experts on every key team, conference, and player to watch, from the favorites to the potential Cinderella. Sign up today to get the betting guide plus full access to Veasan through April 5th for only $19 at veasan.com/madness. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zen nicotine pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke free and spit free and are made with food grade ingredients. Simply open the child restraint lid, which I haven't been able to get open here, Amal, and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties, including Amal's favorite citrus, and two strengths. Three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom. Find your satisfaction. Find your Zen. Visit Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com to learn more 
and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 plus who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Congratulate, you're the first person I've ever met that's going to live forever. Why do you say that? The length of that read that you took? Come on, man. We're not going to live forever. Let's get moving. Sorry, there'll be three less games you can pass on in this segment. All right, back to the uh, pack. Guy, well, guy wins one game last night. All of a sudden, this guy's the sharpest guy in the world. Mad at myself, I didn't parlay the over. You told me you, you uh, maybe lose every bet on the Dallas Stars. I try to tell you. I give you insight. I, t- I try to tell you not to take the Cowboys at Thomas and Mack. I got off of them when they got poked in the eye. The leading scorer got poked in the eye, and he was out. I took, I took UNLV minus three and a half at that point. Cruised. Cruised for double the bet. I thought I was going to middle myself. <laughs> I thought they were going to lose, lose by three, and I'll middle myself. All right, Pack 12 tonight, I'm all. Uh, let's get back into it. 6 p.m. Pass. Bookie's best friend over here. Go ahead. 6 p.m. Pacific time and local time. ESPN2 from the McHale Center in Tucson. You, uh, Stanford Cardinals taking on Arizona. I'm all. Stanford's look pathetic. <laughs> they lost for you in that game against Utah where they had, what did they have? Zero field goals in nine, nine minutes? Yeah. That's good. They, they topped Iowa State. <laughs> they lost against Colorado. And they scored 39 points in Berkeley over the weekend, 12 in the first half. How is this possible, Amal? I, I have no idea, but think about this. You mentioned it. 56 against Utah, 53 <laughs> against Colorado. Both games at home, they make that far trek across the no. bay to Berkeley. They scored 39 in that one. Travel obviously was a problem in that game. Now you're at Arizona. I mean, how does Jared Hess still have a job? He shouldn't have made it back from Berkeley. Absolutely. <laughs> they should have fired him in the curb when they were loading on the bus. Yeah, I, I know. You know what? This game's yeah. come down a little bit. Uh, I wanted to take Stanford. And then as I was going how through. How can you? Because it's almost 20 points. But Arizona, Arizona beat them. By 30? Yeah, by 28. And Stanford is an 11.5-point favorite. It's 19. And I don't know how you can play Stanford. I'm not saying you should play Arizona, but how do you play Stanford? I tend to agree with you. Arizona usually has one half, or I shouldn't say half, about 15, uh, they have, 10 minutes of a first half where they have a hiccup in games they should. Remember, they were tied with ASU against, uh, not USC, but um, a couple other games along the way. You're like, what is going on here? Against uh, against Arizona State there in the home game. Well, they were tied at half. Yeah, time. but they, I think they were tied with like eight minutes to go in that game. All right, uh, let's move north here. 7 p.m. Pacific time from Alaska Airlines Arena in Seattle. It's uh, it's a it's the border war here, Oregon and Washington. Oregon, Amal, is a five-point favorite tonight. When they played in Eugene, they were an 11-point favorite on January 23rd, and they ran the Huskies out of the building 84-56. to 56. The Huskies have lost five of six coming into this matchup, Amal. I know you don't like road chalk, but I don't think you can take the Huskies tonight. No, I would. Revenge spot here, getting five against a big rival in a game you got embarrassed in uh, or Eugene by 28. Uh, I think they'll be more competitive. They got embarrassed on, was a Monday night by UCLA. I, I think they'll play better here. But can they score enough? Uh, <laughs> that's the one thing. They're too reliant on Brown to do all the scoring. Uh, Jamal Bay has really regressed for this team with a terrific perimeter shooter. The previous couple of years has struggled. They haven't had consistency. Oregon at times looks great. Other times, not sure about this team. Five o'clock Pacific time from Desert uh, Financial in Tempe. It's Cal at Arizona State. Amal, when they played this game in January 2nd up at Berkeley, Cal buried this Arizona State team, but they were struggling at the time mightily. Cal was a Cal was a one and a half point home dog. They beat him by 24, 74 to 50. Like we said, Arizona State has improved Hurley's team. They've won five of six to lone loss at Pauley Pavilion. 
Sun Devils lane seven at home tonight with a total of 126 and a half a mall. Yeah, uh, this is going to be an interesting one. I think this number is accurate. Um, but the problem with ASU is that you reference they're playing better. They just don't shoot the ball well. I mean, as a team, they're 40%. 30% from the three-point line, Mike, and below 67 from the free-throw line. Not a good combination if you want to lay seven points against a Cal team that hasn't been particularly good, but they've competed in a lot of spots where you wouldn't expect. I actually looked at the under in this game, 126.5. To your point, talking about the shooting and Cal's game, a lot of Cal's games played in the upper 50s. And, yeah. Um, but I don't know if I'll play. I would probably play the first half anyhow. I don't like the following situations at the end with unders. All right, let's switch from the Pac-12 to the American Conference. A couple of games in your home state, or not home state, but adopted state of Texas tonight. Uh, let's start off with Cincinnati at SMU, 4 o'clock p.m. Pacific time on ESPNU from Moody Coliseum in the Big D. SMU... Um, SMU lost 75-61 at Houston on Sunday as an 11.5-point dog. Cincy beat SMU by 17 as a two-point home favorite on January 6th, but have struggled as of late, losing four in a row, including two as a favorite. SMU lane seven at home tonight, all with a total of 141.5. Yeah, you mentioned it. Forget the uh, four in a row. They've lost six out of seven, but the mm -hmm. problem is in a lot of these games, they've struggled defensively. They've given up too many points. Seven's a big number, but I think SMU wins the game. I, I don't want to lay seven in this spot despite Cincinnati's struggles. Also at 4 o'clock Pacific time, this on ESPN2 from the Fertitta Center in Houston, 14th-ranked Cougars take on Temple. Temple has won three of four coming into the game. Houston was a 12-and-a-half-point favorite when these two teams played in Philadelphia on January 2nd. They did not cover it. They beat Temple 66-61. to 61. Tonight, they're laying 16 at home with a total of 131 and a half. Yeah, this is a, uh, I'm going to tell you, Mike, I think this number is short. Mm. This Temple team struggles offensively against a Houston team that's elite defensively. I think they're going to absolutely dust them. This is going to be a 20-plus point win on Houston here. 8 o'clock Pacific time on CBS Sports from the Vieja Center. Fresno State at San Diego State. Now, these two teams played in Fresno on February 19th. San Diego State was a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. They beat the Bulldogs 61-44. to They've won six of seven coming into this matchup. Fresno State has won two in a row, but against Air Force and New Mexico. I don't know how much you make of that. San Diego State here, the Aztecs laying eight at home tonight with a total of 116 them all. Yeah, uh, I, I think Fresno State's in trouble in this game. I think they just struggle too much. Robinson is a great player against teams that don't have the size and the athleticism to negate him. I think the Aztecs did a tremendous job shooting the basketball in that first game, but I think they'll be able to defensively, once again, stymie this Fresno State offense. I like the Aztecs here, but I'm not going to lay eight. I think they win the game. You talked about teams that are not going to lose at home. I think San Diego State's one of them. All right, let's get into a little uh, um, whack action, okay? 6 p.m. Um, from Phoenix tonight, Utah Valley at Grand Canyon. Utah Valley has won four of five heading into this game. Grand Canyon won as a road dog of a point in Orem, Utah on February 10th, 79-69. At home tonight, they're laying seven a mall with a total of 130 and a half. Yeah, I think it's too big of a number. This Utah Valley team, the Wolverines have not been bad. One thing I like about them is they're pretty decent and really can shoot the ball from the perimeter. 38%, uh, overall 45%. I think seven's too big of a number for two teams that are fairly even in the WAC standings. All right, and then we're going to touch on a tournament game tonight, the Big West, all these California uh, state schools. 8 p.m., this game televised nationally on ESPNU. UC Riverside will take the uh, trek 38 miles west on the 91 to take on Cal State 
Fullerton. Riverside beat Fullerton. Now, Fullerton is tied with Long Beach State atop the conference 10-3. and three. Fullerton um, lost at Riverside. Riverside won as a one-point home dog on January 29th. 67-54, pretty convincingly. Turnaround here, the game now in Fullerton. Fullerton laying two and a half at home. I'm all with a total of 134. Yeah, I like uh, Fullerton here to bounce back at Titan Gym. This has been a team that's been pretty good throughout the year. The Highlanders have been solid when they're at home in Riverside, but I think you take uh, Fullerton here at this price, short short price. You know what Fullerton is really, really good at? Baseball. Oh, incredible. Phil Nevin, first overall pick. Yeah. They've had a ton of guys. Remember Green. they had a... Longoria and uh, Tulowitzki on the left side of that infield. Garrido, Augie Garrido had the run. Then he went to Texas, won a couple more, mm-hmm. couple national championships, and then came back. But a tremendous, maybe the best small school baseball program that the NCAA has seen. Could be, yeah. I have to think about that. But there's in Southern California, you have so many great collegiate baseball teams. We have a new sponsor here, Amal. Want to get in shape but having trouble staying motivated? Make five-hour energy shots part of your lifestyle and get the energy boost you need to get fit. With zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine, it's the perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done. Go to 5hourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from. Flavors like grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and Amal hopes to have citrus. There is a flavor for everyone. Get a five-hour energy today. When we come back, we're going to hit the ice. Nine games in the NHL. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Need more college basketball insight? Check out the podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops. Greg Hoops Peterson will look at every major and some of the minor college basketball games on the upcoming schedule to find betting opportunities. Greg has an opinion on every single college hoops game of the season. And on this podcast, he provides his unique insights and looks for those games that have solid betting opportunities. Download Coast to Coast Hoops now at vcin.com slash podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. While you are there, you may even catch up on some of the other vcin shows as well. I'll tell you, Amal, Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw on Odds On. If Greg Hoops Peterson doesn't bet on every single college basketball game, he doesn't bet on any. <laughs> I'll guarantee you that. Okay. Bernie, let's, Bernie. Let's switch our attention to the National Hockey League, Amal, where the Dallas Stars are not playing tonight, so you have an opportunity to win. I want to start with a good matchup. Hey, at least I'm consistent when it comes to the Stars. Can't win. I thought you had hope there. Only one nothing after the first period and then a little explosion uh, in the second. And I rallied. I was down 3-1 to one at one point in that game for the Stars to come back and win. Good game at Emily tonight. Penguins at the Lightning. Yari against Basilevsky. Yari, 26-11-6, 2-3-3. Vasilevsky, 29-8-4, Amal, the Lightning have quietly won five in a row and find themselves a $1.65 favorite at home tonight with a total of six shaded um, to a little bit to the over. Is this a buy cheap spot here on the Lightning tonight at home? Well, I don't think 165 against a team that comes in at 33-14-8. Let me tell you, anything under 250 is a buy. This is a joke. $4 every night for the favorites. I mean, this is like Johan Santana going up against the Kansas City Royals, uh, you know, about Mm. 12 years ago. I made made a lot of money 
on and Johan Santana at Mike Mussina in the opening game of a of a series. I got Santana at plus two twenty and under eight. I think he beat him two to one or three to one. I remember it's one of the biggest hits I had back then. I could bet a hundred or two hundred dollars a game, and I parlayed that Santana and under eight and made a nice score. To, to your point, though, you're absolutely right. These prices in hockey have gotten so far out of whack. Now, look, the Lightning had a tremendous season. I don't think they're getting enough credit right now because the way the Panthers are playing, everybody's talking about them. 35-11-6, I mean, that's incredibly impressive. I don't necessarily look at the overtime losses that big a deal. It's a three-on-three. Three. You get possession, you hit a shot, a rebound, it can be over quickly. Uh, too high of a price for me on Tampa. If I had to ask you right now, forget about price, or in a few seconds, if I had to ask you, Forget about price. I'm not talking about odds and betting, but just who's going to win the Stanley Cup? Who's your answer right now? Oh, based on no price, no price. You don't have to. I, then I would say Tampa. I would too. Yeah. I would still say yeah, you still got to beat the that. champ. You're right. I agree. They've won two in a row. I don't see much signs of a letdown right now. I still think they have to be the favorite. Let's stay in Florida, where the Florida Panthers have lost three in a row, but the Ottawa Senators might be the perfect elixir tonight. And speaking of $4 favorites, I think we have one in this spot <laughs> in the Panthers. Forsberg in net tonight for the Senators. He hasn't been that bad in terms of record, 11-8-2, 2-7-9. the record's incredible, 26-6-3. Uh, are you interested in the Senators here at over $3? I can't lay $4 with the Panthers. I'd have to look at a money line but or a puck line, but even that's heavy, heavy at uh, minus 155. I'm going to tell you, this is a game you have to play the puck line here, mm-hmm. uh, not just based on the price, but I think Florida bounces back in a big way. You mentioned it, they've lost three in a row. Good opportunity against an Ottawa team. 3-6-1 uh, in their last 10, uh, two losses in a row. I, I think this is one where Florida gets on track. Talked about the Wild being a home dog a couple of times and being surprising. They got trounced by Calgary at uh, XL Energy Arena the other night in Minneapolis. Now they go on the road. They're taking on one of the worst teams in the NHL, the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, wild, pretty heavy favorite here tonight, around $1.90. Total six, shaded to the over. You get Talbot in net for the Wild. He's their number one, but uh, uh, goals against of almost three. Carter Hart has been better as of late. I mean, he was at a 3-3 goals against, now down under three at two eight seven, but still... When you count the overtime losses, 10 and 23 on the year. The Wild have lost four in a row coming into the spot, but still almost a $2 favorite all. Yeah, big number to lay on the road here. You referenced it, though. Philadelphia has struggled at home, including the OT losses so far this year. 9 and 19, Minnesota 15 and 14 overall. 15, 12, and 2 on the road so far this year. No way do I want to lay $1.95 with the Wild here in this spot. A little better matchup tonight in the nation's capital. The Carolina Hurricanes against the Washington Capitals. <laughs> Freddie Anderson in net for the Hurricanes, 29-7-2 with a 2-0-3. I don't know how long he can maintain that. Um, it's going to be Vanacek for uh, the Capitals tonight. He's 10-7-5 with a 2-3-6. Canes, $1.30 favorite on the road of all with a total of six. Yeah, I like this game under six and a half here. Vanacek has mm-hmm. played well for this team. Uh, you mentioned Anderson. Uh, Caps come in having lost three in a row. I think it's going to be a competitive game from a defensive standpoint. I, I want to take a shot here with Washington as the home dog again, but they got beat by Toronto the other night, and this is not an easy one against the Carolina team that has been terrific all season long. The Islanders played the Canucks a couple weeks ago in Vancouver, and I think they, they scored like four or five goals in the first period in that game. They host them on Long Island tonight. Islanders are a small home favorite in this spot of mall, around $1.15. Here's a low total for today's NHL, five and a half. Juice to the under, you have to lay 25 cents here. Yeah, but don't you feel like with Sorokin and Demko, this is going to play out that way? I mean, he did a great job against 
uh, the Rangers, and then the other night, I forgot, who'd they have a net against uh, New Jersey? Was that Demko as well, or no? No, that was Halak. No, it was Halak. Yeah, and so I think we see a much better defensive effort in this one. Halak gets pulled after giving up six goals. Demko gives up one in that matchup. Uh, I, I think this would be a far more defensive game. Oilers at the Blackhawks tonight um, from the United Center Mall. Koskinen in net 19-8-2, Flurry in net 16-19-4 for the Blackhawks. Oilers have played better since the coaching change. They're $1.40 favorite on the road with a total of six. I like somebody here. It's not in the playbook, but I like a side here. Uh, I take it you like Edmonton. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I tend to agree with you. Marc-Andre Fleury's played far better. Koskinen, though, the goals against scares me a little bit, north of three. Uh, but this Edmonton team still with a ton of talent, and the Blackhawks, to your point, 9-18 and 18 straight up at home this year. Yeah. Uh, Canadians at the Flames tonight from the Olympic Saddle Dome in Calgary. Here's another $4 favorite. Maybe it's even north of that by now. I'm sure it'll be north of that by the time they drop the puck. Total six, juiced over, six and a half in some spots. Markstrom's been terrific, 25-11-5 with a 210 goals against average. Is this another spot where you look at the puck line, minus 155? I think so if you're going to take Calgary here. But Andrew Hammond and Nett tonight's done a good job for this uh, team in very short stint. Yeah. Uh, could you play the under here with uh, this Calgary defense against this That's Montreal? possible. Montreal Hammond offense? hasn't been bad. He won his no. first... One, two and a half years between wins. I yeah. think he had a win for Ottawa, and then he's come in relief here for the Canadians. That's an interesting angle, Amal. Under six, late 20 cents there. Another game that'll be north of $4 by the time the puck drops. The Colorado Avalanche on the road tonight against the Coyotes. 380 on the overnight. Uh, total six and a half. Um, juiced a little bit to the under. You had to lay 20 cents to the under six and a half. Um, but it's... it's uh, it's Frank uh, Francois in goal tonight, nine and two with a two four one, and you get uh, Karel Vigmelka. Look at this guy's record, them all <laughs> seven twenty one and one with a three five one. Uh, right now at three eighty, another line puck and a half on the road minus one forty five. Yeah, I think this is a game where you see uh, revenge here for the Avalanche. Remember, they lost last time these two teams faced off on February first. Uh, Coyotes beat them three to two. I think Colorado avenges this one and comes back uh, in this game, but. You know, I'm not a big fan against the Coyotes, even though they struggle to score at times of laying the puck line, because they do defend. But in this matchup tonight with Francois and Nett, I think you get a great opportunity. Remember when these two played the home and home, and they were a $6 favorite at yeah. home? And I think they had to go to overtime to win. But then on the road, they beat them 5 to nothing in, the, in the, this division full. Best game of the night by far, and it goes at 6 o'clock, an hour earlier than normal, here in Las Vegas. Bruins at VGK. Bruins' five-game win streak was snapped. They found themselves down 3-1 to one Anaheim at yeah. the Duck Pond. Battled back to be tied in a very late goal in the last minute by the Ducks. Uh, ended their winning streak. It says Allmark. Do you have Allmark here tonight in goal? Well, I would have thought it would have been Swayman tonight. It's Swayman. It is Swayman. Yeah. I tell you, this game's a straight-up pick em here. I like the Bruins in this spot. I, I do, too. Mm -hmm. I, I think the Bees have been playing outstanding hockey. I know they had a loss against uh, Anaheim, but Swayman's just a difference maker for them going up against Leonard tonight here. And this Knights team has not played well. They're 500 at home, 15-15 and 15 overall. Yeah, they beat San Jose, but San Jose is bad. Yeah. I watched that game because I was betting period totals. I mean, this San Jose's team is not really that sharp uh, in terms of how they handle the puck in their own end. I don't yeah. know why these teams just don't clear. Why they're trying to skate it from the back and reverse the puck. Throw the puck down the ice and get a change. I'm with you. It just shocks me sometimes when you see some of these performances by some of these teams. It, you see the same thing in soccer at times. You're like, just, you know, safety first, as they like to say. But 
Teams don't necessarily adhere to that. Mitch Moss asked me a question because he knows I have the future on the Rangers mm -hmm. last night, how much I was still confident, and I bet it about five weeks ago. I said, look, to me in the East, I still don't believe in, in Florida and Carolina. To me in the East, it's Tampa Bay, and then I think the Rangers in Boston are right there as who I would say are the second, third choice to win the East. I tend to agree with you. Uh, how serious do you think Pittsburgh is? I think the experience is tremendous. I think this team is dangerous. But I, for some reason, don't have the Penguins at the same level as I would Boston or potentially the Rangers. Um, I, I could put them level with the Rangers. I, I still think that Carolina, Florida, I just got to see it to believe it. You beat me, you beat me. Yari's played well this year, but I still remember last year when, it, when I think about what Pittsburgh's going to do in the playoffs. All right, when we come back, I'm all in and the Palm Raider playbook. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. No more football? No problem. Bed River Sportsbook serves up tennis, soccer, hockey, college, pro football, pro basketball, and more. Don't miss out on Bet River's many daily specials or try your hand live at player props on same-game parlays. No matter what you bet on, you can count on your withdrawal approval happening fast with more than 80% of withdrawals approved instantly at Bet Rivers. Get started with Life After Football with the Bet Rivers app. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. I know Amal's chomping at the bit to fire tonight. He saw the error of his ways with only one play last night, so he's going to come with a clip loaded. Well, it wasn't that. I saw the errors of my way were taking the Dallas Stars game. I never <laughs> went with the Stars, so why go on the game? We even said fade myself yesterday. You're a masochist. I really am. <laughs> Let's start out up in Seattle at the Hack Ed. We're going to go with Washington tonight, bouncing back against Oregon here in this game, catching five against the Ducks. I think it's going to be a tight, competitive game, Mike. I, I think this is one that it's going to be a tough one if you have this game taking Oregon. So this should be one to pay attention to. Islanders under five and a half against the Canucks. At home, uh, this is going to be a defensive game. And then Fullerton and Riverside. Talked about this one earlier. I like Fullerton Lane two and a half here. I'm all, I love your Fullerton play. I don't love the, the Washington play. 
I'm not saying I'd take Oregon. I just don't love it. You like to comment on mine and tell me when you don't like the play. I feel that I owe it to you. Yeah, but do, I tend to be right when I comment on yours. You, you, you do, more so than the games you pick. All right, I have Murray State well, to on, win. Hold on a second. What's your record? Murray oh, you, State you, to you, win. You, 44 and 39 them all. Five games over 500. And you've taken 73 plays? Oh, well, this time we're actually close. We had, to re- that far. We, had, we had to reset There's at the end of the re- year. There's because, a lot of resetting. Because you got network. bludgeoned by a bowling pin. A lot, lot, re- lot of resetting at the end of the year. Bearcats the saved you last year, huh? They did. Yeah, they absolutely did. Um Murray State to win the Ohio Valley. They get they get the double bye into the semifinals. Probably have to beat Belmont in the finals. So we, we continue that on. We'll know the result this weekend. How about this game, Amal? Patriot League quarterfinal. I'm taking American Navy first half under 55. Amal, the teams have played two times this year. One time they scored 91. One time they scored 101. The 91 was when they played at Navy. I don't see how these teams. The total on the game, by the way, is 120. But what it's a conference. It's a tournament game. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. The total on the game is 120? Mm-hmm. That's correct. 55 and 65? The, yeah, no, no, no. I was just, yeah. I, no, I was just I was shocked that the 55 being that low yeah. on the first half yeah. of the 120 total. Yeah, 55 in the first half. The, th- the reason why I don't want to take the full game is because this is elimination, right? These teams yeah. are in a tournament now to get into the tournament. They're going to foul. They're down 12. They're going to foul. They actually have reason to. Not like that MIAC game the other night. Now, here's the other play for, for one unit, Amal. I'm going to take an NBA game. I am going to take the Los Angeles Lakers. And it's simply about the line here. The Lakers have lost six out of seven. Two of those six losses being to the Clippers. They're on a three-game losing streak. They've lost seven straight heads up against the Clippers, and they're only a two-and-a-half-point dog? Uh-uh. Give me LeBron and the boys tonight, plus two and a half. I'm tempted to take him on the money line here. Thoughts? Well, I mean, I don't think it's the worst play in the world, but I'll tell you this, Lakers have stung me a couple of times, so I'm going to stay away from this one completely. Um, I just really can't get involved with this team right now. It seems like they're completely disengaged. I saw um, against the Mavericks. LeBron has a turnover. Tremendous effort by him. Nine guys are across half court. He's barely past the own, his own three-point line on the offensive side. <laughs> Let's get into this terrific, and as our producer, Britton, has his powerful NBA slate tonight. Let's start out in Hotlanta, where the two-seed in the East, the Bulls, take on the Hawks. Remember, this was the first game out of the All-Star break. Atlanta at Chicago. You like Chicago lane two and a half that night. They won and covered that game. I was a little surprised here that the Bulls are favored on the road. One and a half. I thought this might be the opposite way again with Atlanta being one and a half or two. But the Bulls are one and a half point road favorite tonight. I'm all total 231 and a half. You know, I was completely wrong on the game yesterday. Milwaukee was fortunate enough to be able to escape. I know Frank Schwab had the plus points. Tough loss on the money Sick line. Sick loss on the money line yeah. for him. thought it should have been a foul call there. And uh, didn't get the whistle. Milwaukee was plus 2,500 midway through the fourth quarter on the end game. What were they down? Like 12, 12. Five, five or six? <laughs> wow. Great opportunity there. If you but like. he does cover with the points. Yeah. Um, I think it's a tough spot for Chicago. You play a tough emotional game against a rival in Milwaukee. Now, granted, it's a short trip from Chicago to Milwaukee, but now you got to go down to Atlanta. Uh, Hawks probably will be up for this game against this Bulls team, but uh, can't, can't touch this game. Uh, game time decision on Trey Young with the ankle. Same with Lou Williams. John Collins remains out for the Hawks. Here's a game I wanted to ask you about, Amal. Uh, Memphis at Boston. It's a TNT game at 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 on the East Coast. Memphis was three this morning. This line has switched to Boston two and a half. I know Mitch is on Memphis first quarter. They have some run of like 11 out of 12 covering first quarters. 
He took him at a pick first quarter, minus 15, and now Boston's a one-point favorite. What's the reason for the flip-flop here? Is somebody out for Memphis? Is Ja out? No, no, no. I mean, look, we know Dylan Brooks has been out, but Jalen Brown is out tonight for for Boston, as we know. But to me, I just think when you look at the Celtics, what they've been able to do, they played extremely well. Give this Memphis team credit. They come in at 43 and 20. But uh, I still think the C's at home here are probably the play. Okay. Uh, Also in the East here in Brooklyn, Miami, uh, number one seed now on the back-to-back here. They travel to play the Nets. Um, Miami getting a point and a half on the road here. I know it's a tough spot on the back-to-back, but the Nets have been brutal. Is this another spot to take a shot with the Heat? Well, you got a lot of guys out. Kyle Lowry out for personal. Jimmy Butler's going to be a game-time decision. Uh, Oladipo, as we know, continues to be out, but he's expected back here fairly shortly. Markeith Moore is still out, so I think that's why you're seeing such a low line on this Nets team that has had some games where they've absolutely gotten trounced last night, though. Competitive against Toronto, losing by one point. Yeah, remember they they were a three-point dog and got beat by 30, and then they were an eight-and-a-half or nine-point dog and covered. They only lost by one. By the way, big news, KD is going to play tonight. Oh, really? Yes, well, that, just that just may- got announced about an hour ago. He's going to be returning after a 21-game absence. Warriors are in Dallas tonight to take on the Mavericks. Remember the Mavericks with a stunning mm-hmm. fourth-quarter rally in Northern California to beat the Warriors. I think it was Sunday. Um, tonight, Mavs a two-point home favorite. This game goes at 5.30 Pacific time. You talk about revenge spots. Yeah. In college basketball, is this a revenge spot here in the NBA? It is, absolutely, for the Warriors here. Good opportunity for Golden State. Uh, Draymond's still out with a back issue. Clay going to be a game-time decision. Uh, Damian Lee, same thing, game-time decision here when you look at this team. But both these teams dealing with injuries. You know, Tim Hardaway continues to be out for the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, So this is an interesting one, but I think this is a good opportunity for Golden State to get that revenge. Pistons are at the Raptors tonight, Amal. Pistons come in 15-47. and Raptors 34 and 27. This game goes at 4:30 Pacific time. Raptors are a nine-point home favorite. Is this three in a row for the Raptors? They just go back to back with the Nets, or has that been two days? No, since that was that? that was a couple uh, of days. So in three out of four. Yeah. You let you is this a bad spot having played three out of four, or is it hard to bet on Detroit? No, it's just hard to bet on Detroit. Yeah. But they were competitive in the game against Charlotte. They knocked them off there in an overtime game. Uh, Toronto escapes uh, with that one-point win against Brooklyn in that game. Didn't shoot the ball particularly well from beyond the perimeter, uh, but I think this is a game in which, if they're focused, they can really take care of business, but hard in a back-to-back spot. Sacramento Kings are in San Antonio taking on the Spurs, 5.30 Pacific time. Kings come in 23-41, and 41, Spurs 24-38, and 38, two teams going nowhere. San Antonio, a six-and-a-half-point home favorite here tonight. Yeah, Sac beat them last time. These two teams played in December by seven points. Um, no play, no opinion here on these two teams. How Sacramento is one of those teams like Charlotte. If they're at sleep train, I might look at them, but not on the road. Popovich, what's the exit plan here, Amal? I don't know. I, I, I just think that the, the challenge for him is if he were to retire, he's about 70 years old, what does he do? Right? I mean, that, that's the biggest thing sometimes when you look at people, when you would see coaches like Paterno and Bowden hang around, the fear is what do you do once you step away? And I think that's the same thing for him. And this program right now really doesn't appear to be on the uh, – you know, horizon of turning things around anytime in the near future. So going to be a real challenge. It was interesting this morning uh, on follow the money here on this network with Mitch Moss and Paulie Howard, they had Jay Billis on at five thirty Pacific time, and he's going to be calling the game in uh, at Cameron on Saturday night, Krzyzewski's last home game. And it's against North Carolina. And they asked him about what his emotions would be like there. And he said, well, I have to control my emotions. I'm an unbiased observer when I call the game. 
they asked him, would he, you know, did he think he would get emotion? He said, maybe if I'm down on the court for some ceremony as a player before the game, but I really don't know. He said, you know, life is a roller coaster and it's just Mike's turn to get off and somebody else's turn to get on, which I thought to your point that you always talk about the lack of that feeling there in that program. I mean, he was at the, the forefront when Krzyzewski took over and turned that program around and he, he, he doesn't have any glowing things really to say in an interview spot like this. Well, you know, you know to me, it was funny. Jay and Roy had a good relationship when mm-hmm. Roy was at Carolina. Yeah. And I always sit there and say, everybody goes back to Carolina and has an affinity for that program. I never hear anyone talk about Duke in the same way. And they've had a plethora of players in the NBA and great, great people as well. Shane Battier, Jay Billis, a lot of other guys along the way. But you just don't see, it seems to resonate nationally with the way Duke is, it just doesn't seem to be the same way. Will this game be at all competitive Saturday night? I don't think so. Carolina's had their issues. Duke's playing extremely well. I think they've won seven in a row now. They continue to be a team that you have to pay attention to as we get into March. Notre Dame loses in Tallahassee mm-hmm. the other night. North Carolina's a shot to end up being the number two team in the ACC. Interesting. It is, but this is a very down league. I, I tell you, I think Wake Forest is a dangerous team in this tournament. Not that they're going to win it, but I think they can make some noise. I think outside of the number one seed in Duke, I think everybody else got a chance. Miami. He's had a good year. Yeah, Wake only beat the Wolfpack by 25. Up next, betting across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.